The following podcast is provided by Athira Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio. And we have had a great hour and we are now going to be connecting with Dr. Burnick, who is with the University of Washington and working with um, Athera Pharma regarding an Alzheimer's trial that we've been talking about now for the last several weeks. And certainly, um, we have a lot of families here in the Pacific Northwest and that have um, a higher percentage, it seems like, in our, in, you know, our area of those that have Alzheimer's over, you know, um, other areas in the country. And certainly, we're excited to partner with, with Athera and with a clinical trial because we're always looking forward to that final um, individual that will finally will find a cure. And one of the people that we are very excited about is having with us today is Dr. Charles Burnick, who is a um, medical doctor, but also you are on staff um, with the University of Washington. Is that correct, Dr. Burnick? Yes, Susanna, thank you. Yeah, I'm a neurologist with the University of Washington. And you've been studying Alzheimer's disease for a very long time. Um, why don't you just give me like a short little uh, information about your background? Yeah, so I've been uh, actually involved in Alzheimer's disease work for over 30 years. Uh, and it's just been amazing to see the changes and uh, mm-hmm. have that perspective of really how far we've advanced um, in understanding Alzheimer's disease and these new treatments that are just around the corner. Sure. And, and certainly, um, you know, as somebody who my mom had, she had actually dementia, but it, it advanced. She had vascular dementia. But um, one of the things that I know is, is that what families are going through today, um, certainly not. And I think one of the biggest challenges that we have is trying to understand you know, number one, what's happening in the early stages of a loved one. And, 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 you know, as you've been studying, what do you think are the main signs and symptoms, you know, in the early stages of Alzheimer's? Like what happens in that? Yeah, so sometimes it's very difficult to, to actually identify those early mm-hmm. symptoms, but they're so common anyway. So misplacing objects, uh, having a word on the tip of the tongue a little longer, but when, when those changes start mm-hmm. to become um, more prominent, more frequent, progress, mm-hmm. um, and memory being the earliest change usually, but also other things such as processing information, mm-hmm. high decisions, um, even changes in behavior. People sometimes become right. more apathetic, they lose their motivation. Um, sometimes people have no insight into their changes mm-hmm. themselves. And, and these all occur very, very slowly, very subtly initially. So for, for some families, it's, it's hard to determine really what's abnormal. But, but when you start seeing that progression, when things become more frequent, then that's a time to really get it checked. Yeah, yeah. And I know there's so many families out there that um, have said, you know, I, I noticed that maybe something was off, but I didn't really know what it was. Um, I, I think that's one of the things that we hear a lot of. Um, you know, I, I know for when I started realizing with my mom, there were certain things that would just come out of her mouth that I didn't, that I, it wasn't her, you know, there was something not right. And I think sometimes we as families, we need to kind of trust our gut that way. If you feel like something's not right, it may be, 
you know, something that could be um, handled. And the good news is earlier that you can treat, the longer that you can prolong, you know, the advanced stages of the disease. Isn't that true? Absolutely. And as you point out, sometimes it's not, it isn't Alzheimer's disease. It could be a vitamin mm-hmm. deficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who's had a small stroke that you can prevent further ones. So sure. it really is important that that, that evaluation gets done uh, as early as possible mm-hmm. and then, of course, appropriate treatment right. is given. Right. And Alzheimer's is a form of dementia and probably one of the most common, um, but there are different types of dementia. Um, and certainly, you know, understanding that Alzheimer's is in a classification all of its, on its own. It could be related to vascular, um, you know, blood flow. It could be related to stroke. It could be related to function like Lewy bodies in, in the system. And I'm, t- I'm trying to, I think I'm missing one other and I don't remember, but the whole point is, is to make sure that, you know, understanding that there are different types, even if your loved one is, you know, in a situation where they're forgetting things or they don't remember things or they're, you know, leaving things out that they normally don't do or can't find words or things like that. So if you're a family, obviously, to get a diagnosis like this, uh, Dr. Myrna, it has to be overwhelming for the entire family. Um, but I think one of the things that people like you do is you bring hope and, um, you know, I know even in since I've been in this world, in the elder care world, um, I've seen amazing advancements, um, you know, with with things. And I'm just curious, you know, what what are you seeing? And, you know, you're in the front lines doing all this amazing research, clinical research. What are you finding? Yeah, it's really exciting times, Suzanne. I mean, it, and it's we're at an era that's never happened before. There's over 100 drugs in testing in various mm-hmm. Uh, for Alzheimer's disease. Um, there's uh, a lot of drugs that are um, looking at people very early on, but we're very excited about um, a product that Ethereum makes. Uh, uh, it's called 1017. It doesn't have a name yet, but uh-huh. it's actually intended to both help symptomatically and also to help protect cells in people who may have fur- be further along in the disease that, that have wow. already, um, that may not be a candidate for these ones that are very so very early on and um the preliminary data from this this product is very promising so we're tremendously excited about the study itself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well and you know this clinical trial i know that um this has a potential to slow symptoms it has the potential to do a lot of different things what is your hope for for um this trial and the outcome of this trial? Well, again, it, it currently, and actually for the last 20 years, we haven't had any advances. We just have drugs that are symptomatic treatments. They just help symptoms. They don't change anything. Really. Mm-hmm. But the uh, 1017 compound, we think, can not only improve symptoms, but also help protect cells to, to cause uh, some uh, almost regeneration of right. fibers. And so um, this would be a huge, um, uh, important uh agent that we can now apply in people who have dementia if, if mm-hmm. this can out. And I think that's what we're all hopeful for. Right. And, and I, just understanding that you're measuring results as, as you're doing the trial. Tell me a little bit about, you know, how the trial works and how are you able to measure the improvements? Absolutely. Well, as you know, all studies um, have groups that take the drug and then those that don't, the placebo group, 
Mm -hmm. And we look at the differences between the two. Now, traditionally, we look at measures such as uh, memory tests and behavioral changes. But what's unique about this study is we're actually using physiologic measurements. So we're actually seeing how the brain changes, measuring brain waves um, wow. in the EEG technique, and also how the brain responds to information. Um, it's called P30 response which we know is prolonged in Alzheimer's disease, but we think can be actually brought closer to normal with this product wow. for 17. So we're actually looking at, at the physiology of the brain and not just how somebody responds mm -hmm. to a memory question. And I think mm -hmm. both of those are important, but, but I think that the second part is really the novel aspect of this, this study. Right. And obviously, you know, in, you're going to be measuring um, or having in the trial only 75 uh, participants. Tell me how, like how that works. Yeah, so this is a phase two study, meaning that it, it is an early study. Um, mm -hmm. uh, if, it, if it shows a benefit, of course, we'd like to study it in larger populations of people to be sure and confirm its effect. Um, but uh, this is a pivotal study in the sense that if we can demonstrate this physiologic benefit, as well as improvement on memory and such, sure. uh, it really gives us some assurance that the, the drug uh, does have a really a, a mm -hmm. common role that could be uh, important in, in Alzheimer's disease dementia. As someone we're going to try to sign up, how long does it last? What is the kind of the parameters around it? Where did they go? What did they do? Absolutely. So it's a six-month trial. Uh -huh. and, um after it, even the people on placebo will have the opportunity to go on the real drug. So everybody has that opportunity eventually. And um, to, to find the site that's closest to you, there is a, a, a number of resources. One is Athera itself has a, a website. Uh, I think it's Athera Clinical Trials, um, mm -hmm. which um, people can find what the closest site to them is and then who to contact uh, mm -hmm. participation. That's awesome. And I know that, that um, Dr. Kawas last uh, week, even said that transportation in many cases can will also be provided. So this is a great opportunity for those of you that have a loved one that may be in the you know the early stages or moderate stages of Alzheimer's. And you know I know for families that are out there, our listeners, so many of you are struggling with how to take care of your loved one, especially during the time of a pandemic. And, you know, we're really fortunate and that to have an organization like Athera and the University of Washington that are there that we're making breakthroughs every single day in Alzheimer's disease. And so, um, Dr. Bernick, obviously you talked about how people can sign up. They can go to the website. Um, I know it's Athera A T like Tom H I R A clinicaltrials.com. You can also go to Answers for Elders. And by the way, everyone, um, you can get right to the site, uh, sign up through our site where we have it right front and center on our website. Um, you can get information and also listen to podcasts from other doctors and experts that we're working with on this to certainly bring forward the information to our listeners. Dr. Bernick, do you have any closing statements before we sign off? Well, one, I appreciate being on your show, and I just would encourage um, our listeners that if, if they are noticing themselves or in people that are close to them, these type of changes that, that mm -hmm. should be checked out and hopefully um, perhaps get involved in the trial, but, but at least get a clear diagnosis to begin with. 
Well, we're thrilled to have you on the show and thank you again for being with us. And again, everyone go to atheraclinicaltrials.com. The preceding podcast was provided by Athera Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. For more information about the Alzheimer's Clinical Trial, go to atheraclinicaltrials.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebastian, host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.